the whole group thing is really cool. All right, guys, welcome back to Fitness Driven Podcast. This is part two. I got Big Sexy James back over here. I got DJ Nick. I got Swaggy Pete. <laughs> Swaggy Mike. If you guys don't know who Swaggy Pete is, he's the guy that shot that three-pointer, and then he spun around. Celebrated. And then he started celebrating, and it was like a terrible <laughs> miss. That's Mike. So that's, that's Mike. Um, it's not about that. The talk's not about that. Mike is actually an exceptional basketball player. But, um, uh, but, but the talk today is, uh, is the question is like, why, why are we adding more locations? Why can't we just be happy with one? Um, and in uh, our vision for the next two years, next five years, so on and so forth. So I want to I want to kind of uncover that in this episode, and um, let's go. Let's get this started, right? What are your thoughts? Let's, uh, James. What do you think? So it's funny. I, I want to go back a little bit to that point where if you um, if you could have been in the room, this was pre-COVID. You know, yeah. we were looking for new gyms and things like this and we were like well maybe we'll look at a new location and then COVID hits and we're all in this like the world has stopped businesses are closing Mm -hmm. but me and Royce were in the office we were looking at properties one day and we're like well maybe we shouldn't look and we're like well why would we stop right but then eventually we did have to stop but it was at the same time we're like no, I, I think we still need this other location. There are there's opportunities for us to expand because of what we're doing. Our our classes, for one, are plenty of busy. You know, right. we have people that you know we're touching and we're changing lives. But what we're realizing is, if we had another location, we could change more lives. Absolutely. And I think for me, that's what I saw is wow, we got another place where we can change more lives and. You know, a couple months go by, and then Royce is like, well, we're going to look at some locations. I think we're going to go ahead down this road. And I'm like, okay, let's open a gym during a pandemic. Go. And then we should start cruising down the road. And here we are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what are your thoughts? Why bigger, Why bigger, Nick? Um, so, that, so that the proof can be in the pudding, right? Okay. Um, we have this beautiful concept um, that we know and understand. Uh, what it can do, but we, we... We're talking onward. We're talking onward, yeah, yes. Episode yes. prior to this. Yeah, episode prior, yeah, episode prior. Uh, we, know what, we know what onward brings to the table. We know what it does. Um, but we got to have some facts. We got to have some, some numbers on the sheet so that way when we, when we walk into these, uh, you know, top-rate businesses and claim that we can not only change the individual lives of their employees, but change, like, the direction of their company they're not exactly. just looking at us like we're Jesus walking on water. And we'll be like, oh, and we have the Carfax right here. There you go. I like that. That's like, that's like, hey, I want to be, uh, I need a personal trainer. And then the trainer's eating Cheetos. That's just a little like, bit Like, why do you want to lose weight? I was like, hey, you know, I got you. Right? So, yeah, that's, that's a huge concept or portion of it. Man, uh, for me, it was, uh, God, I, 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 I during the pandemic, I think that's that's when we, I started to reach out to people and they were just messy, right? So we have our own little bubble group, which I think is like a unicorn group where we're just in our own bubble. We don't even look at social media where everybody's happy as a bird and then we reach out. In fact, we had like a, a list. I was like, hey, James, you call 10. Mike, you call 10. Nick, you call 10. 
And then we came back as a group and we're like, oh my God, this is not good, right? So, so for me, adding more locations meant helping more people for sure, right? So it was like, if, if our community is hurting, how many other people are, are hurting? So, so, we, so, so that was another portion of why I wanted to, to open up another one. In fact, we're going to open a lot more. So, Mike, what do you think? I think it's a little bit of everything. Like, um, we can't just talk about it. we got to be about it. Like, like what Nick said, like, we, if we're going to go into these businesses and try to expand their business, then we have to expand our business. And if we're going to be walking the walk as a trainer, then we have to be talk. Like, if we're going to talk the talk as a trainer, then we have to walk the walk as a trainer. I like that. And it's like a full circle. So if, you, if you're going to walk the walk and talk the talk, then you have to back it up. And that's it. Like, don't, don't talk about it. you got to be about it. That's it. And that's what we're doing. We're just... Yeah. So here's a question, James. Go. Why, why, why can I only be in one gym? So this is one of my favorite topics. You know, <laughs> um, because of what we just said, we we think about it is each gym has its own community. You know, right. we sit here and like we say, we we feel like we're unicorns. We're in our own bubble. You know, right. basketball players are in their bubble, but when we're in our gym. We are in this place of everyone's got these great mindsets, and then everyone's happy, everyone's smiling, everyone's you know working together and doing all these wonderful things. But then you're like, man, you go to another gym and it's just not the same. Right. It's just not the same, and you're like, is it is it the four walls and the roof? No, it's the people, the coaches, it's the everyone who walks in there every day. And that's one of those things where you've created a culture based on your coaches and, and just your environment. And what happens is when you are going to create a new gym, we're going to get a new culture. And it's going to be an amazing culture at the same time. But you don't want to rock that culture by having a lot of new introduction into it, a lot of back and forth. And for one, one thing I want to say is I would never want to wreck the culture here at you know NFC Central because we're at uh, St. Rose, um, but at the same time, you want to always be a part of one community. It's hard being uh, living in two neighborhoods. You know, think about you know, really ridiculous, but the guy with two families. Man, that's amazing. How do you have two families? I barely have enough time for one. It's possible to have three. It's I possible saw, to have three, right? <laughs> I saw a show. Yeah, but you know, think about it as an athlete. There's only, you know, three, four, five days a week you can even work out sometimes because if your life's so busy. But if you spend, you know, one or two days at one gym and one or two days at the other gym, sometimes you never get a chance to really jump on that community and be a big part of it because people don't see you that much. So when you can just be a part of one community, you can sometimes become a bigger part of that community. And that's what I see being the greatest part about Hey, just be a member of one gym. Hey, if you want to go to both, that's a whole nother thing. But, you know, be a big part of one community and your impact's going to be bigger for me. Exactly. So that option is available, mm-hmm. right? But we want, but the price changes is, is higher because we want to encourage the athletes to stay in their communities. And for me, there's a, there's, there's a couple of things, probably three big things for me. Number one, like I said, if you want, if you, what makes you become really successful in, in these these small boutique gyms is is just the smaller tight-knit communities, right? 
I see a, a handful of 20, 25 athletes every single time in my class. I know if their knee hurts. I know if they're trying to lose weight. I know if they're trying to go to CrossFit Games, right? So I have a, I get that touch point every single time, and I'm, and I'm with them from point A of their journey and also point B of their journey. Now, if they're hopping around everywhere, right, it's going to be a little bit more challenging for me. I'm not saying we can't create that value, but once they're invested in that class and in that location, I'm like, I'm getting you from point A to point Z. What's after Z? Because I want to do that too, right? So that's, that's one big reason. Uh, <clears throat> the second reason is, what is the second reason? Mike, Jesus, I forgot my second reason. Mike's got the second reason. Give me the second reason, man. To not leave a gym? Yeah, yeah to stay in one community. Stay in community. Um, that's your like your family. You don't want to. Oh, I mean, if you have two families, yeah. This is, like, like I, I, I don't plan on going over to St. Rose. Like, this is my family here, and I mean, I'm gonna miss Nick and James, of course. But um, to stay here, there's it's like a family here, and I don't want to leave. Yeah. So yeah, that, that family component is huge. So not just the coach, the coach to to customer um, relationship, but the. Really the customer, like yeah. Brothers and sisters here. Exactly. And that's that's when you when you get a top net community, right? Yeah. That's that is that's what brings you in on the hard days. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's what pushes you through the hard workout. That's what you enjoy coming to uh, on the days you look forward to coming to the gym. Um so yeah, like it's the community is is what it is all about. It's right. free accountability coaching too. Yeah. I, I think there's nothing yeah. better than you know, what do you call it? Man, I got to make it to the 4 o'clock class because Kelly's going to be there. Because if I'm not there, Kelly's going to say, why weren't you there? Yeah, she got to read. Because she's always there for the Thursday at 4 o'clock class. Man, I'm tired, but I got to be there because Kelly's my homegirl and I got to be there. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. We want that feeling everywhere. You know, you're going to have that at St. Rose. Man. When you come in, you're going to be a part of our family day one. And our family's only getting bigger. And I can't wait till we have those experiences where we all get together as two gyms. But, man, there's something about having your class, your people, your team. It keeps you coming back. Yeah, so we talked about this as, as a team collectively one day. I was like, should we combine them? Should we separate them? Now, at a business standpoint, we talked about this because it's been, it's been done before. Mm-hmm. It's been done before, especially in Las Vegas community, right, and, and other communities as well. But what we've seen in the past was coaches would be bouncing around. I'd coach this class over here. I'd coach that class over there. And one, that's just a ton of travel time. Number two, you're dwindling their effect because now they're just like, they're trying to manage 700 clients where it's, it's, it's hard to remember 15 sometimes, yeah? Yeah. So now you, if, if, if we decided to do that, that would hurt our relationships. So by being able to keep them in small, tight-knit communities, the ability to build some really robust and strong relationships go through the roof, right? And that's what makes things special. I think there's a lot of people that attest to that, right? Um, now, here's the other thing. I think I think I want to put Jose on last year. <laughs> okay, so there's, there's this, there's this, there's this, the sad, and I love Jose. Jose's the man. But, I love Jose. <laughs> but that that concept of like, why are you taking all my, my favorite coaches? You know, these and these people start to create connection with their coaches, right? Because we know all the small details and how they run and how they function, right? Um, that's the hardest part of our 
when we start to expand is we, we, we start to take some of our best coaches and and they're running separate communities. I'm going to take care of you, Jose. Don't worry. Yeah. See? <laughs> Jose? <laughs> okay. But I think Little we talked about that. Is, <laughs> I think that's, that's a good thing. When you have people come up to you and say, oh, man, you're my favorite coach. I'm so sad you're leaving. You're like, yes, I've done it right. You've done it right when people miss you. If you're like, oh, you're leaving? Peace. Awesome. <laughs> That's not cool. That that's like, oh no, I, I wanted you to miss me. But there, that there's that's something that warms my heart when you're like, man, you're my favorite coach. Even though I'm always like, oh, I don't want to be your favorite coach because I'm gonna leave and I want because yeah. as coaches, um, we talk about it is we need to be replicatable. Um, right. But sometimes you can't be such a great coach that you can't be replicated because that doesn't help the person that comes in behind you. And I think we've done a great job of. Replicating ourselves because eventually, Jose is going to have his new favorite coach, and I'm going to be sad, and I'm going to I'm going to shed a tear. Be me, but that's that's what it's all about. I think that's what this community is all about: is we're building great coaches, we're building athletes, we're building strong people and better humans. Mm -hmm. But that's what this community is about: we're just building greatness, building greatness from the top down. Starts with Royce, ends with me at the bottom. Right? There's just greatness all the way through. Nick said he's at the, at the bottom. He just put himself at the bottom. I'm okay with that. Nick's so humble. <laughs> a little bit over. He's so humble. I love it. That's why I love working with this guy. He's so humble. I love it. So, so I want to talk about the vision, right? Um, what what is our intentions for the next two years, uh, and uh, where do we see it kind of going? So I'm going to jump in on this one first because this is actually one of my favorites because. Um, we had a meeting, and then um, Royce said, hey, in the next two years, we're going to open more gyms. And in your head, you're like, oh, we're going to open one or two more gyms because we've been open. You know, people forget. We've been open for eight years. Mm -hmm. um, we've changed locations. But he said, we're going to open 15 gyms. And I was like, you're crazy. In my head, I'm like, you're crazy. We're just trying to open one. But what it was is, we have, we've gotten it right. We figured out what we need to do. We spent the last eight years figuring little things out, and we'll figure more out. Yeah. But the first opportunity we're going to have is opening this new location. Right. We're going to come in and, and get the process done. We're going to figure out how to open a gym. But after that, it's just going to be repeating the process, like you duplicate a coach. Right. You can duplicate a gym if you have the process. You have everything laid out. Exactly. Boom. But man. 15 gyms? Yeah. What'd you think about that, Nick, when you said 15 gyms? Uh, I think it's an audacious uh, audacious number. He has some audacity. But at the same time, it's like, <clears throat> even if, let's say, unrealistically, right? Let's say 10 of them fail, right? That's 10 gyms worth of experience that we now have to put into the five remaining gyms to make them great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Five gyms succeeded also. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. It's all about the reframe. I remember the same meeting too, and I, and when he when he said that, he, he didn't blink an eye. He was dead uh -huh. serious, and that for me was like, I'm so like yeah. I don't I don't I don't care if we open a hundred or if we open two. Like I'm in, and I'm in for whatever he thinks is he needs to do to run those fifteen gyms. So the fact that he didn't blink an eye at it, and he was hundred percent serious, and then like there was passion behind it, I was sold from from that from then on. My eyes were dry. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Didn't look at that. Put some, put some so, 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 in before the meeting. So, Royce, I, I want to 
pass that question back to you, but, you know, when you went home, you know, that was a Saturday meeting. When you went home and you had that conversation with Tara, mm-hmm. you know, what did she think? You know, that's uh, your wife. She's your business partner in everything. What did she think about that? Aside that I, I can't take care of myself. She takes care of me all the time. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> yeah. If anyone knows Tara Royce, she takes care of him. You know what? Um, she's probably my biggest support group, right? Uh, I say things that are that are large. In fact, Mike thought it was small. And he's like, he can do 15. I think it was. It started out with like, it's open, five gyms. Yeah, I think it was five. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, dude, this is pretty much like 10, 15. I was like, let's do 15, Mike. said 15. <laughs> Right? Yeah. So, um, but but for Tara, and she knows we've. This is one of the biggest challenges was having that conversation of like what we both want, right? Um, what what type of things we need to change as a as a family that we can still thrive in, in our relationships, and, and she's all for it. In fact, she's more supportive. And some one of her 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 issues, or I mean, challenges is is, is putting time for herself because she does take care of me a ton. Right? And she does take care of my son a ton. So um, it is challenging. But here's the cool thing. We talked about this in one of our meetings. And then Nick threw out a fire question. He's like, what do you expect from us? Mm-hmm. Right? And that's where, that's where it really started to change for me. I don't expect anything. Right? But if I did expect anything, one, there's going to be a crap load of mistakes. We know that. Mm-hmm. But we've been doing that in here. A lot of us have been making mistakes, but but followed up with those mistakes is a lot of questions, right? Curiosity of like, oh, I wonder how I can do that better, right? I wonder how I can coach that better, right? Or how I wonder how I could bring more value to to that teammate, right? But then the last thing was if you're happy, right? You got to stay happy. If you're not happy, let's put you into another location. And when you have that clear understanding for every single person in the team, you can't falter. You can't make a mistake, right? Or you can make a mistake, but it doesn't hurt you. In fact, I'm reading a book. It's not frowned upon. It's not frowned upon, right? I'm reading a book right now. It's called Anti-Fragile, but he talks about uh, a hydra, right? If you cut a a hydra's head, there's three or four that start to pop up. And that's essentially what we've we've established as a culture and as a community. We're like, if we lose one gym, we're probably going to open three more, right? If you lose, uh, if you lose a great coach, we're going to replace him with two. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you lose one client, we're going to figure out why we lost it, and then we're going to improve the service for the other hundred and forty nine members. Absolutely. Right? Because we're like, hey, dude, I, I'm sorry, we dropped the ball on that. Like, I, like we were we're a small company. We value your feedback. What what services can we have done to to make your your experience a little bit better? We do this across the board. First session, tenth session, almost at annoying amount, right? You guys are doing great. I'm like, but are we doing great? Yeah. Right? Just tell me. Cool. So it's cool. I think about um, and this was always a it was an old Thomas Edison one, but it was Thomas Edison. He created the light bulb. But before he created the light bulb, he spent a thousand different, you know, attempts trying to create the light bulb. And it was one of those things where, hey, it was a, you know, number of thousand one is when the, the light bulb actually happened. But, you know, what he said is, hey, you know what? I just figured out a thousand ways not to make a light bulb. I, I learned so much. 
But on you know, attempt a thousand and one, boom, that's when it came out. This is gym number you know two that we're gonna create of fifteen in the next two years. Mm-hmm. We're gonna figure this thing out by the time we're done, you know, the first one or two, how to make that light bulb and how to make that light bulb off for everybody. And I think that's what it's all about. You gotta jump in, you gotta test the waters. Right. You gotta see if you can sink or swim. I'm just I think one of the things I'm biggest excited for is to see how much different we are six months from now and how much more we know six months from now. It's true. Absolutely. Yeah. In that macros perspective, for mm-hmm. sure. Right? If you ask the questions like, hey, what do you think about Nick Nash six months ago? We'd be like, or James six months ago or, or Mike yesterday. <laughs> I keep making fun of Mike. Damn. It's because I, really like, I really like Mike. It's that right? transition. Really? I think in a great way we can all get together and give each other feedback but watch each other grow and I think that's the whole point is if you look at yourself six months ago wow I can't believe that was me six months ago and I love myself six months ago but man if, if you put yourself on that path to improvement and challenging yourself to get better I love looking back and seeing where I was because it it allows me to look even farther forward and see where I'm going to be in six months, a year, two years, 20 years from now. Oh, my God, it's exponential. And I think that's that, you know, I look at the book, the, the 10X rule, but it's, you know, exponential growth once you start getting the base of things down. I think it's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm so excited. I can't wait for September. I'm excited for the journey as well. So if I can really just tie up this, this um, vision in why we want to expand, for me, it's really just I want, to, I want to completely prioritize health in Nevada to make sure that's a priority. I think there was, there was a time, or it is still at the time at the moment, where, where health, I feel like, takes the back burner. Not, not, not med- medical health, but physical health and mental health has been kind of swiped underneath the rug. There's some areas in the world that, that prioritize it, but in Nevada it needs help, right? And I want to make a small dent in our community that puts health first, right? Not only in their just like health, but like everywhere, relationships, careers. And it, it really starts there for me. And, and our team has that same similar vision. That's why it makes it really, really exciting. So look out. Here we go. Let's make some mistakes.